the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Reminder that tomorrow we'll kick off the show with Dr. Glenn Dewar, Cedarville University. We're going to talk about the latest uh, United States v. Iran and uh, the terrorist tentacles that they have all over the Middle East and that part of the world. And then Adam Hewitt will be here, friend of the show. Uh, he's going to talk uh, about us. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet. It's always a boots and hats conversation, though, with Adam. We appreciate that. But uh, I want to get right back to Bruce Hooley. Uh, before we went to break, I did a really poor job of saying, hey, Bruce, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. You were saying that people can Google this. You were talking about uh, this Senate bill, and uh, I want to let you pick up from there. Yeah, you can find it online. I have a copy of it I've played periodically. It's Democrats, you know, on the night of the 2012 presidential election when Barack Obama was reelected, gloating about this new Democratic coalition of voters, including immigrants coming into the United States, and that the Democrats now had an impenetrable, undefeatable coalition of minorities, liberals, and immigrants, and they were never going to lose another presidential election. And they were crediting themselves with being the geniuses to allow enough illegal immigration that this was taking place. Well, then, of course, Trump won in 2016 and he shut the border and Democrats have now tried to turn this around and say, oh, it's a lie. It's another conspiracy theory, you know, that uh, Republicans want to pin on Democrats. Well, it's another conspiracy theory that's actually true. And this is their uh, their hope, because look at the electoral map. If they ever turn Texas red, uh, there's no chance. Excuse me. If they ever turn Texas blue. blue yep. There's no chance Republicans will ever win another election because of the number of electoral votes in Texas. And that's why it's important for us to, you know, hold the line on the border. And this border bill is a disaster. I was listening to details of it yesterday. Uh, You'll hear that it caps the number of illegal immigrants at 5,000 a day. That's really optional because the president can suspend that anytime he wants to. That's right. Also, it only allows for that cap to be uh, used a certain number of days a year. And the number of days a year that it can be used declines the older the law gets. The first year, I think it's 270 days. And the next year, it's like 220 days. And then by year three, it's like only half the year. By the way, that 5,000 number does not include gotaways. So... You know, that's a, pro- that's a problem now, or who are the gotaways? We have no idea who they are. And they don't count the gotaways in the 5,000. So this is a disastrous bill on many fronts. I've outlined some of the problems from a policy perspective. Why do we have to have Ukraine aid in it? 
Why do we have to have Israeli aid in it? Why do we have to have Gaza aid in it? Why can't we pass one topic, one subject bills? Like, can we get that done, Mike Johnson, as a speaker? Can we – I heard Hakeem Jeffries, the House Minority Leader today, say, we, the only way to get this done is in a comprehensive bill. Why? Why? Why does it have to be a comprehensive bill? What are you doing? Like, you, you, got, you deliver pizzas at night, Hakeem Jeffries? Like, I thought your full-time job – was being a U.S. congressman. Like, why, why do we have to put everything in one bill? Like, this makes no sense. And this, to me, I'm sorry I'm ranting, but this is, to me, why we need to change the complete face of government representation and why we need to get back to, whenever we have the, ch- the chance, people who fulfill the mission that our founders envisioned for people who served in government, that is, successful citizens who have lives apart from politics who then take time away from their regular life and serve in politics for a period of time then return to their real lives. People like Bernie Moreno, who you had on earlier today. Uh, People know Bernie's name because he's running for Senate. I'm going to give you a couple other names that people don't know. I'm going to give you the name of Patty Hamilton who's running for state representative in the 12th district state of Ohio. She's got a primary coming up March the 19th. She's running to represent all of Madison County. That's my county, Pickaway County and lower Franklin County. Patty Hamilton's a Patriot. She's 30 years in the military. She's a real American who loves America. And I'm not saying Andrew Stewart, who's got that job now, is not a guy who's loves America and all that. I've met Andrew. I like Andrew. But this is an opportunity for us to remake our representatives, to remake our representative bodies, and to get people to ask questions like, why does it have to be in a comprehensive bill? I'll give you another name. Brendan Shea, Madison County Commissioner. Brendan's served on the State Board of Education, stood up for and stood up against the expansion of Title IX and Joe Biden's crazy lunatic expansion of Title IX to include women, to include men playing women's sports. Brandon Shea running for Madison County Commissioner. Get out there, Madison County, and vote for Brandon Shea in the March 19th primary. If he wins the primary, he's going to represent you on the Board of Commissioners. we got all kinds of development in Madison County. We've got some commissioners who are supporting Big Solar. Brandon, Brandon Shea is not supporting that. He's not a fan of Bill Gates owning hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of farmland in Madison County and putting solar farms on it. Like, investigate your options in the primary. I know people don't vote in primaries. This is where you get to insist on the authenticity of candidates who believe what you believe and who will stand up for what you believe. Patty Hamilton is that kind of a person in the 12th District of the State of Ohio. Brendan Shea is that kind of person in Madison County running for commissioner. Find out who the other people are in your races, school board races, mayoral races, city council races. You Don't just sit back and complain about the course our country's on. You have the power to find out and to find good people who are running for these offices and to vote for them. I couldn't say it any better. And you know what's always interesting? And by the way, I would uh, – and <clears throat> I don't get paid to do this, but uh, – and I'm going to tell you why I'm doing this – I would say Beth Lear is someone similar here in this Amen. area. Amen uh, Beth that. Lear is a patriot. Uh, Beth Lear is a fighter. Beth Lear takes a lot 
of flack from the progressive press, oh my from the Democrats. Yes, Marilyn John in Richland County, that's my home area. She's a rock star. She's a patriot. And you know what? Here's what I love about those two. They'll come on air with me. Yeah, Michelle you know? Reynolds. I'll add Michelle, Michelle Reynolds. Reynolds. And you know who won't yeah. come on air with me? Cowards like Casey Weinstein and Hudson, Democrat. Sherrod yeah. Brown. These, yeah. these folks don't have the backbone to handle hard questions. And this is my this is my whole thing. If you can't stand the questions, if you can't provide salient, true, accurate answers, you don't deserve my vote or anybody else's vote. And I and by the way, that goes for Governor Mike DeWine. When Governor Mike DeWine wanted to kick me out of a press conference because he didn't have the the fortitude to stand there every day and not be able to answer the hard question, that's a travesty. We need to stop electing losers like that. That's what I think we of do. you say. And I know we're up against the break, but I just want to tell you, while you were doing the show, Joe Biden today, about a half an hour ago, Joe Biden was talking about his first G7 conference after becoming elected president. And he said that he uh, spoke with French President Francois Mitterrand, uh, Francois Mitterrand died in 1996. 1996. He met French President Emmanuel Macron. But he said, he said, Francois Mitterrand. He died in 1996, folks. That's your president, okay? So that's why he's not doing a Super Bowl, commercial, uh, Super Bowl interview on Sunday. Because even with a bootlick like Nora O'Donnell from CBS interviewing him, they can't trust this addled demented president not to say something stupid like a guy who's been dead for 30 years that he spoke to at his first g7 press conference and this guy is the commander-in-chief of the united states military bruce hooley thanks for being with us today brother uh i'm sure we'll talk again soon my pleasure jack thanks so much absolutely thank you for listening final segment next stay tuned Rounding third and heading home, final segment of this Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you, Bruce, for spending two segments with us. That was super fantastic. I know the listeners are fired up. Can't wait to get you back here in this chair behind this microphone. Thank you, Lad Dilgard, for sharing some inspiring news. It's inspiring to me about Dartmouth and uh, the reinstatement of the SAT there as a qualifier for entry. And uh, San Francisco School District, who's realizing that, uh, you know what, we should probably allow kids to take algebra in eighth grade because, you know, STEM. And we should stop worrying about making decisions based on skin color and start making decisions based on merit and understanding how to equip kids, not by, you know, I think I think Abraham Lincoln said it a long time ago. It's pretty wise and we've apparently lost sight of it particularly in our education system, you can't strengthen the weak by weakening the strong. And I think we heard the same from Bernie Marino. Thank you, Bernie, for joining us today for a couple of segments. And he talked about that word again, 
meritocracy. You get out what you put in. You know, my 11-year-old, two 11-year-olds and 13-year-old, they understand that. One of them was saying to me the other day, why would I want something if I didn't give anything? And she was recounting when she was a, uh, she was in a program, a little ballet program, uh, several years back, like right around kindergarten. And her first trophy was a participation trophy. You know what, Jeff? She hates that trophy because she said, I didn't do anything for it. It didn't mean anything to me. She gets that. But Bernie talked about it. He said, you know, we, we need to focus on equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. We need to redistribute opportunity, not income. And what, what I teach my kids is that, and you see it with this old uh, lottery mentality. How many times, I mean, it's almost a parable now, isn't it? Somebody hits the lottery and within a year, two years, three years, they go broke again. Why? Because there's no magic dust sprinkled. Well, there might be now with all the fentanyl in the world. But there's no magic dust sprinkled on the dollar bills that they get that says, now you know how to attract money, invest money, keep money, and transfer it to your children and your children's children. They don't have that wisdom. And so they get all of this money lacking that wisdom, lacking that experience, and it slips through the cracks. It slips through their hands, and it's gone. And we do the same thing when we make decisions based on racism and skin color. We hand things to people that it doesn't equip them to do anything. We need to equip them with the ability. We need to equip them with the value. I mean, that's how this world works. You put value in, you get money out. You put value in, you get money out. You don't put your arm in and your your skin color is brown so you get money out. That's not how it works. Don't know how I got there, but here I am <laughs> ranting again. Uh, oh, we were thanking our guests. And, and thank you, Bernie, for spending time with us. We'll work to get Frank LaRose on. Frank needs to answer some questions about getting money from the founder of LinkedIn, who's linked to Jeffrey Epstein, uh, who funded the Lincoln Project, who funded the lawsuit against Donald Trump. And so when you're having that conversation with Reed Hoffman, how do you have it? What do you say? And, and why do you accept the check from somebody who clearly does not represent what you said you stood for, which was America first pro-Trump policy? Doesn't, doesn't add up. So, Frank, we're going to get you on. We're going to hear your story. Uh, and a reminder, tomorrow we will have the good doctor, Dr. Glenn Dewar. He'll be here to talk about what uh, the United States and Iran are up to and, and why that matters. Probably get him to weigh in on the border as well. And I don't know. Did you see this? 60 Minutes is admitting it. Do you know, Jeff, do you, what do you think the largest uh, people group coming across the southern border is? If you had to you had to venture a guess, what would you say, Jeff? I'm going to put you on the spot. What is the the largest people group? or the largest number of people from this group or ethnicity, where do you think they're from? Well, I mean, you would think it would be Mexico. You would that's think. what you would think. Legally, that's what the answer should be. Yep. You ready? China. China. That's, that's the reality. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, with Glenn Dewar, we'll have uh, Adam here. Adam Hewitt will be here. And, um, yeah, we're just going to 
be grateful that we still have a semblance. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I'm going to do now, and I, 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 I kind of pause to do it, but I think it's important to do. Um, I'm going to read something to you, and it's going to be uh, a little bit spiritual, a little bit religious, um, but it's going to give you something to raise your voice about and agree with heaven on so that we can shift this nation. And it's, uh, it's from Brenda Kuhneman's Daily Decrees for Government and Nations. And I think it's spot on. Um, you're free to think what you want because I'm not the thought police. Uh, but it really ties to Scripture, First Timothy uh, 2 through 1. So let's go there. <clears throat> I, f- I urge then, first of all, the petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. So as we are in this 2024 presidential election year, we prophesy that no fraud, deception, scheme, or plot can prevent the rightful president from holding the office. We say that the president shall be one who follows biblical and moral values, stands for truth, and integrity. We decree our president shall defend life, traditional marriage, and be a defender of the church and the gospel. We declare that no liar, deceiver, evildoer, traitor, or thief shall hold office in Jesus' name. We prophesy that the president shall love and defend America, its citizens, and its interests around the globe. Our president shall defend and support Israel. We say that our president shall surround themselves with wise counsel, godly advisors, and trustworthy allies. We declare the president shall have favor with God and man, conducting foreign affairs with wisdom and prudence. The president shall be a peacemaker, but shall stand up against terrorism and invasions, both foreign and domestic. We call upon God to direct our president, to undergird our men and women in uniform, and maintain a strong and stable military. We decree the president of the United States of America shall benefit this land and work for the interests of the people in Jesus' name. I declare it. Did you declare it? Do you receive it? That needs to be our prayer because in the middle of all of this, we cannot ever forget that what's going on in our world is a physical manifestation of a spiritual reality. And we need to shift the reality in the spirit realm to bring about the needed changes in our physical reality. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock, set an alarm. Be here. Tell your friends. The Bruce Woolley Show, 98.9 FM. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.